Art of the Kickstart, episode 87. Welcome to the Art of the Kickstart.com, where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness. Inventors are innovating, creating the products of the future, and backers stand strong for what they believe. These are some of the great thinkers, inventors, and leaders of our time. Here are their stories. Guys, before we jump into the interview, I want to thank today's show sponsor, eFulfillmentService.com, the company that's helping crowdfunders everywhere. Guys, launching a Kickstarter campaign isn't exactly easy. That's why the majority of Kickstarters fail, despite how hard interests work. I put together a free six-step email mini course to try to eradicate this evil issue and help inventors and entrepreneurs everywhere. If you guys go to artofthekickstart.com slash checklist, you can get the new and improved six-step guide that's going to walk you step-by-step through making your Kickstarter, your crowdfunding campaign happen. Check it out, artofthekickstart.com slash checklist, and make your crowdfunding dreams happen. Hey guys, welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today we've got an awesome interview. We've got Nico Klenzik from FlyCly on the line, the company that's revolutionizing electronics-powered bikes. Thank you for coming today, Nico. I'm pumped to have you on. Oh, thank you. So we kick off these interviews with a life quote, success quote, something like that. What do you got? Yeah, so we did, uh, we developed an electric bike. It's a smart wheel, fits on any bicycle. And yeah, we went on Kickstarter and after that, it was a big success. And now we are start, just starting to ship. Yeah, you guys funded, you raised over $700,000, which is absolutely phenomenal. But before we get into the campaign, where did this all happen? Where were you when you came up with the idea for FlyCly? Why did you decide to change the biking industry? Yeah, so I started FlyCly in 2010, and it was really just because I was always riding bicycles to everywhere. And since I was a young kid, I used to play basketball, so I always was going to practice in school with bicycle. And then when I moved to New York, I was going to meetings and also school and everything with bicycles, but I was always sweaty, so nobody was taking it seriously. So I started looking around and I saw these electric bikes. So I got into this and we launched uh, in 2011. We launched a FlyCly with more like electric mopeds in New York. And then we went throughout the whole United States. And next year we opened a store in Barcelona, a pop-up shop, and we went throughout the Europe. And through these two years, I really learned a lot about electric bikes, about the bicycle industry and everything. And I got the idea... Uh, from talking to different people and seeing the industry about electric smart wheel. And then I got a team together, we started developing, and in, more, in uh, less than a year, we developed the prototype, working prototype, and then we went on Kickstarter. So you've got this, and you have a, you have a serious issue, and everybody that's ridden a bike before knows it. You get to work, you've got the helmet hair, which you're going to have either way, but you're dripping sweat, and it's just absolutely miserable. But you see, you see kind of an idea, an option around how you can create a business around it. Was the idea to make it into a business or did you just want to solve your own problem? Yeah, at the beginning, we really just wanted to develop it for ourselves. It was really our baby. We wanted to do it, see it if it works and like have it. And then spending a year in, inside the garage developing this, we were like, okay, we did it. This is actually really pretty cool what we did. So now we're like, okay, now we have to do a, make a business out of this. So, and then we went on Kickstarter and in the beginning, we were really afraid because I hope people will like it, what's going to happen because, you know, for us, we already did it. We were happy, but now we had to introduce it to the world. 
Yeah, it's like when you show someone your baby. You don't want anyone to tell you you have an ugly baby. But sometimes it's going to happen. I mean, people aren't always going to love your product. What did you do before you came to crowdfunding to get it in front of people, to get feedback, and to work on improving Flycly? Yeah, so since the day, first day that I started Flycly, I was always with the customers, with people. I was always talking about Flycly, all my ideas. I was sharing all my ideas. So, and really that's how I designed the smart wheel because I was just getting feedback from everybody. So during the time that we were developing, I was riding the first prototypes. I was going to all the bicycle communities where all the bicycle rides everywhere. So I was just showing to everybody, talking to them, and really I was getting feedback more and more. So I also realized what works, what doesn't work, what people want, what people don't want, you know, how does it have to look? what kind of questions they have, what they have to improve. And this is really how we were doing it still, the Kickstarter campaign. And then after the kick, during the Kickstarter campaign, you get even more feedback. How do you narrow down on your target market? Because with something like this, I feel like you've got your casual weekend bikers who they'll go out and they'll go hardcore biking. That's what they love doing. And then you have some commuters. But at the same time, a lot of those people, there's not going to be an overlap. The ones that want to use it for exercise aren't interested in the smart wheel necessarily. How do you position a product like this? Yeah, so we really have three target uh, market, three target groups. First one, we call it utilitarians. It's so people who are already riding bicycles to work or school. So, And then second ones are enthusiasts, are really the ones who are love bicycles, ride bicycles, as a hobby, go mountain biking, everything, but they will not use the bicycle to work because they still need to get, they don't, they can't sweat to go to work. And then the third target uh, group was uh, future utilitarians. So these are people who are just now riding cars or public transportation to work and they haven't thought about riding a bicycle because they didn't have the option. So then we had these three groups, so we, we positioned our messaging differently, which Whatever we talk to each group. See, that gets dangerous when you try to get into those future users, though, because you have to change their behavior. What are some of the challenges with changing behavior that you guys have found that you can share with other inventors out there? Yeah, a lot of people, it was really was the different things that then excited them. So for the future, future utilitarians, a lot of people are actually already thought about it riding a bicycles. And I think that now really it's getting a, popular that everybody is getting on bikes so but of course they did not find a good solution for this so once we introduced them the smart wheel and also introduced them all the features with the application and everything a lot of people got excited about this so i got a question you're european born and bred and europe is such a better market for bicyclists why did you guys launch in america first it's just because flycly is from new york i live in new york for 10 years and yeah, we, we just started there. And But uh, during the Kickstarter campaign, we focused half of our time on, on crowdfunding was 40 days. So 20 days for the United States and 20 days for Europe and the international. Okay, I see, I see. So it was more a convenience option. Where are you guys headed to next? You raised $700,000 a little over a year ago now, I believe. What's the next thing on Flycly's map? How are you guys going to take over the world? Yeah. So after the Kickstarter campaign, we sold more than 1,100 wheels. So, I mean, after that, we realized, okay, this is not a project anymore. It's a a serious thing now, you know. So what we did, first thing, we really, we 
partner up with a great manufacturer partner uh, from Italy because they really have a good experience in manufacturing things like this for and also they have a really good development team so we partner up with them so now we have a really good production and quality and supply and just in the middle of November we started to ship our first smart wheels to our backers so our goal for till the end of the year is to start shipping uh, more and more to our backers and this and then for the next year is really just to start growing the sales of smart wheel and smart light and also focusing more on the smart application that we have what are your strategies for growing the sales and growing the business that's a lot of something that a lot of inventors struggle with post kickstarter is where do they go next yeah so as of right now we only focus on online sales it's just so that we can get the best price to the end customer and what we really learned is that we just need people to try it and to use it. So what we're going to do is we started with joyrides. So it means that we just go to a city and we offer people to come and ride a bicycle with us. So we will try to do as many events, as many, or partner up with different rental shops or bicycle shops that rent the bikes and just try to get as many people as possible on the bikes to try it. That is absolutely brilliant because after you drive a BMW, you're never going back. People are going to want to stay on this. And I think a big part of what you're doing, why it's starting to take off, is the eco-friendly, the go green movement. How is FlyCly, how is that part of what you guys are focusing on? The electric going green movement and what would you share with other eco-friendly entrepreneurs? Yeah, so with FlyCly, it's really three things what we want to improve or focus on. First one is uh, exercise or for, you know, movement for people. So because with our smart wheel, you can turn on the wheel. So assist. So during in the morning when you go to work, it helps you. But at night, you can just turn it off and it's really it's so light. It's only six pounds. So you don't really feel any extra weight on the bike. So you can use it as a regular bicycle bag. And then the second thing that we focus is this environment. So, of course, you know, using a bicycle rather than car, it's much better for the environment, but it's also much better for the communities because, you know, what research shows that if people are walking on the street or riding the bicycles, they are much more connected than riding in a car because they're isolated. So, you know, the third thing what we want to focus is make cities more bicycle and people friendly. So another thing that what we do is also we track if people want us to track. The last thing that what we focus is it's on the application. So we track where people are riding the bicycles anonymously. So if they want to share this data with us and we share then this data anonymously with the city officials. So the city officials know where people are riding bicycles. So they know where to put bicycle lanes. And this way, what we really want to do is make bicycle, make cities more bicycle and people friendly so that the communities become more stronger, connected. And I feel like this is much better life. Then. That is absolutely brilliant. That is your proof of concept where you can go to the city hall and say, we have this many bikers using this lane. We need you guys to help us out. But based off of the first two points that you were talking about, health and fitness, and then the environment. What have you seen the stronger response from, from your backers, from your early customers? Why are they buying FlyKai? Is it one over the other? No, it's actually a lot of people want to get on bicycles and they didn't get a solution. So this is probably the main thing right now. It's just that they are looking for something to be more active in life. 
And I think FlyCly is one of the solutions. So they really respond this, to this very well. The second thing is they understand that the environment is really important. So, you know, this is just an extra thing that they are doing already while they are helping each other. They're also helping environment by using the FlyCly. Where do you see the entire smart bike industry going? Is this something that's going to eventually replace cars in general? Or is this going to be a niche segment of the population? I think that more and more cities, you know, they were not built for cars. They were built for the pedestrians and, you know, to go around the city freely. And I think that bicycle right now is the perfect transportation for cities. So, for example, like a lot of people that already use are using smart wheels in New York City, for example, they call it a time machine because it's actually the fastest thing to go around the New York City because you can go fast around, there's no traffic, and also you can stop and park anywhere you want and you can really be free. So I really believe that, you know, one segment is the exercise and things for a bicycle and this is a very strong and big segment. But I think that now the second segment that is growing really fast and it's becoming very important is the urban cycling. And this is, I think, that is the future for the cities. It's really how to go around the city as freely, don't do traffic and also watch for the environment. I absolutely agree. I love where you guys are taking this. Last question before we jump into the launch round. What did you guys do for pre-launch marketing? You guys crushed it. People clearly responded, but what did you do to get people to the page, to get eyes on the video and the campaign? Yeah, so uh, with Kickstarter campaign, uh, or any crowdfunding campaign, I believe there's three channels that you can do. We only focused on two. Uh, I think that now lately I see a lot of crowdfunding is also focusing on advertisement, the third channel. But we, have, we, we didn't do anything of this. What we did is the first thing was really focus on community. So we tried to build around us a community. So we reached out to all the bicycle communities around the world. So San Francisco, New York, Copenhagen, Berlin, every bicycle like associations, community, we reach out to them, we explain them our philosophy, what we're trying to do, and they, everybody was really passionate about what we were doing as well. So once we launched the campaign, we told them, like, can you help us spread the word? So they share it with all their members and things, and this was really a big uh, traffic. A lot of people came from there. The second uh, part is, of course, PR and uh, social media. So... This, we just reach out month, month and a half before we launch the campaign to big medias, like, for example, The Verge, TechCrunch, CNN, things like this. And we try to get them to try the bikes, to explain them again. And it's really what was really easy for, not easy, but it was really surprising for us because a lot of reporters were very positive about our project and they really liked what we're doing because of the things that what we want to do in the long run. So they were very open to meet with us to try the bike and they really liked it. And we just asked them that if they can wait with the interview till we launch the campaign. So once we launch the campaign, they post the interviews and then during the campaign, we really just focus more on reaching out to media and reaching out to more communities. And this is how we were just bringing traffic to Kickstarter. Well, even without ads, it clearly worked for you guys. You crushed it. I want to jump to the launch round now. How's that sound, Nico? Sure, sure. Okay, awesome. Guys, before we jump into the launch round, we're going to take a quick timeout to tell you about today's show sponsor. 
eFulfillmentService.com. Honestly, this is a great company to work with if you're crowdfunding or building an e-commerce company and you don't want to worry about fulfillment, shipping your products and rewards out to backers. That's one of the hardest things that Kickstarter campaigns have is getting those rewards out to backers on time. From manufacturing to shipping them out, it's a huge headache. Deal with eFulfillmentService.com, artofthekickstart.com, slash EFS to get the best deals ever. Welcome to the launch round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid-fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. Nico, first question for you. Let's say you never came up with FlyCly. You want to come up with an idea for a business. How would you brainstorm something to build, something to create? First, you just uh, I always ask myself what I like to do and uh, what I want to do. So, for example, I love bicycles, so I wanted to be I would love to ride bicycles, so I wanted to be in this and that's how you started. And then you just start talking to a lot of people and you have an idea, you just share it and people will help you to shape it because if you are closed in the garage and do it yourself, you come out and then you find out that people don't like it or that if you do it differently, it would be much better. So just share the idea. Have you had any role models along the journey for yourself, people that really influenced you? Yeah, of course, I had a lot. Uh, I think that uh, my biggest role model was my grandfather. He started a company uh, in 1957, a beverage company, and uh, he was growing it. And then my mother came along and she started her own company. So I was, I came from the family business. So this was my two biggest uh, role models that I learned a lot from how to do business and also, you know, how to live with the business. That is incredible. That family entrepreneurship mindset, it changes so much. And speaking of, have there been any entrepreneurs, people that you would just absolutely kill to sit down and have a lunch with? Elon Musk, Da Vinci, anybody yeah. like that you'd like to call out? What would you talk to him yeah, about? Of course. Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk would be great because, you know, he's also in Tesla. And uh, another thing that I'm really passionate about is the space. So, you know, just to have a five minutes with him and talk with him about the uh, the future of transportation and the future about space, I mean, it would be amazing. Yeah. So future of space, what's your prediction? When will people be living off of Earth? When will we colonize something else? Let's get a time frame. I hope that in my lifetime, so I can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as we don't get abducted by aliens, it's all good. And <laughs> last question of the launch round, Nico. Business books, life books. Have any influenced you you'd want to share with listeners? I really like the... The Lean Startup, I don't remember the author, I think it's wise, but Lean Startup, it's a, I think it's really cool because it just explains that you have to first try it and then start building it and really share the idea and try to do it as lean as possible. Because I also believe that if you start a business with not a lot of money, you become very innovative and you can, you know, very resourceful. And this, when you are very resourceful and innovative, this is when the really innovations and great ideas come to life. Yeah, the great ideas aren't coming out of Microsoft. They're coming out of people like you, crowdfunding, creating amazing things. And speaking of, let's jump back to you guys. So your campaign's over. It's been a little over a year. What did you learn? What would you share with people if you had one takeaway, two takeaways from the campaign that you would wish you have known before the campaign launched? So uh, I think that uh, I really I'm really happy with it Kickstarter. I would do it again 
And this is just because we really got a lot of support. We have 2,300 backers and they really are passionate about FlyClive. And I feel like that, you know, they will continue to support us. So this is what I really like. Another thing what I also learned is that going from prototype to a final product out of production, it's still a long, long process. So, you know, if you have a final, final working prototype, that doesn't mean that it's a final product that is coming out. There's still going to be a lot of things that come out uh, because you have to change because of the production. So if you're going for Kickstarter or crowdfunding platform and you have a working prototype, make sure that you are close enough to being a, a production uh, product. So this way you will be able to launch much faster, have less problems and things like this. Yeah, that's especially an issue with a product like yours, which is so high tech, so innovative. I think that's really yeah. important for people to hear. And Nico, you've been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I got one last question before I let you go. Get back to taking over the biking world. If you had okay. one piece of advice for inventors, entrepreneurs out there, you could leave them with one thing from this interview. What would you want that takeaway to be for them? Just believe in, in what you do and uh, never stop. So even if, if, that, if you don't have, you, you continue till you don't have the options anymore to find a different way to do it. And uh, maybe what happens is that after three months, a new options open and you continue, but never stop. Because, and the second thing is that always build something that you want to use and you want to have it. And then all the money and everything will come. But really just do what you want. My friends, Nico Klanzik of FlyKly. These guys are absolutely killing it. Are you guys going to be coming back to Kickstarter? What's the game plan on that, Nico? I don't know. We'll see. So far, we are focused on uh, app, FlyKly, SmartWheel and Smart App. So, but I mean, I'd love to do it again. I love Kickstarter. Where can urban bikers, people listening to the show, inventors that love what you shared reach out to you get in touch with you where's the best place for people to say hey yeah they can connect with us on facebook on uh, our flycly page on our website flycly.com or twitter uh, twitter flycly guys if you want to bike to the office but you don't want sweaty pits make sure you check out the smart wheel nico thank you so much for coming on today you've been such an awesome guest thanks for tuning in guys all right thank you awesome thanks so much nico Hey guys, I'm your host, Matt Ward, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Art of the Kickstart, where we believe inventors, innovators, and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future. If you liked the ideas in this episode, or you're interested in learning more about crowdfunding and how to kill it with your own Kickstarter campaign, you can check out more at artofthekickstart.com. And if you've been listening to the show, love the episodes, but you're not subscribed, that's got to change. You can go to artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher and get the episodes delivered magically to your phone. And if you like the show, I would love you forever if you leave a review on iTunes. It helps more aspiring inventors and creators out there find the show and find the information they need to kill it on Kickstarter. Until next time, thanks for tuning in, guys, and have an absolutely epic day.